You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Hey, everyone. I'm here today with Brooke Sheehan. Brooke is our first guest to the show who is a chiropractic student. I'm really excited to um, dive into learning more about Brooke, sharing her story with you, and we're going to talk about Cow Jam and what her experience at Cow Jam was like. She was just there last weekend. I wasn't there last weekend, and I wanted to be, so I'm living vicariously through Brooke today. Thanks, Danielle. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. As we're recording this, and I can see you visually, I can see that you're on campus, so I know that you're busy. Um, but I, I really appreciate your time. So tell us more about you and your family, and we'll start there. Awesome. Um, I'm originally from San Diego. I have a five-year-old daughter who is still down in San Diego. I'm a full-time student at Life Chiropractic College West up in Hayward, and I am a fanatic about chiropractic. <laughs> Well, I'm assuming that there was, a, there was something that happened in your life that led you to that point. Like you weren't born a chiropractor. No, I definitely wasn't. I actually started my chiropractic journey um, during my third trimester of pregnancy. I had already decided that I wanted to have a natural childbirth um, during some Bradley birthing courses. We had a lactation consultant come in who spoke to us about chiropractic and pregnancy. And I immediately that um, next morning called my mom's chiropractor. She had been under care for five years with the same doc, called him and uh, scheduled an appointment right away. I originally requested Webster care. So the doc thought that my baby was breached and wanted to get me in ASAP. And I didn't realize that there was a whole world of chiropractic and pregnancy and babies and all of it. So I really just started going into the office um, with this intention of having a natural childbirth, but learned so much more through Pathways to Family Wellness magazine while I sat in the waiting room reading <laughs> and just really became so fired up about this whole idea of natural methods to things. Um, I've raised my daughter that way. She's been under chiropractic care since she's been born, and I guess Going through this transition, going through motherhood and learning everything I was, that doc noticed the sparkle, I guess, in my eyes over chiropractic, kept pushing me to go into chiropractic. I fought him on it for two years before I actually looked at Life Chiropractic College West and thought, hey, maybe I could do this. Um, there's a little bit of background history on the two-year uh, battle that he fought me on. I was born with cerebral palsy that affects the right side of my body. That was a huge reason why I went into chiropractic care because I was thinking, hey, this will help me have that natural childbirth, make sure my hips are aligned. I don't want my baby to experience a traumatic childbirth experience that I experienced with my mother when she was pregnant with me hence the cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I was really big on not having those same things being repeated, not to say that they would be, but just trying to avoid them at all costs. So I fought him on the basis that no, Dr. Matt, I will not go into chiropractic. I have cerebral palsy. Remember, kept telling myself that same message over and over and over. I had this moment in the office with his associate doc who 
got sick and tired of me saying that to him every single time he adjusted me, looked me very sternly in the face and said, you need to stop saying that to yourself. You need to kick that so far from you. I'm tired of hearing it every time you're in here. And I just started crying. Um, and I had like a wake up call, like a moment there. And the, like a couple weeks later, we went to a career night that Life West was holding down in San Diego. And ever since that, then I've had a fire lit up underneath me that <laughs> has led me to this point where I am today. So tell me more about how, like, how you are navigating this experience now of being in chiropractic school. I think for me, not knowing what chiropractic was and not having a lot of experience with it before getting to school, I got there just like, okay, I'm just an open book. I'm just here to learn, right? I had no real maybe a few I had no like really concrete expectations of what I was there for or what I thought that I should be learning so I'm curious to hear from your perspective since you've you had more experience with chiropractic before going to school what it's been like now for you getting there and like really getting your sleeves rolled up and getting to work um actually so my experience prior to that I was involved with the pre-chiropractic club in San Diego so we had a lot of access to green books and chiropractic philosophy and I was <clears throat> excuse me I was really involved with the chiropractic community down in San Diego so it would been a transition I guess it's kind of interesting to say but I had a lot of like chiropractic history knowledge and I was such like I want to learn I want to learn I want to learn I learned a lot before coming into school in terms of what is based on the philosophy the history of chiropractic but what I struggled with the most is getting into that student mentality. So my world was chiropractic doctors. My world was this community of professionals that were in practice that were, you know, seeing patients. So I got to hear stories about like uh, patient miracles. I got to hear about the difficult cases. I got to hear all this stuff. And then I walk into a building where there's people from all different walks of life. And like you were explaining, you came into chiropractic school with, you know, very little knowledge of what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And I'd, I had to almost reel myself back in and realize that there are people that way because I came in like full force, so excited, like thought everybody knew what I was coming in with, you know, like everybody should know, you know, who, um, oh gosh, <laughs> I can't even think right now in terms of the chiropractic history, but like, you know, thinking that like everybody should know this or that, or, you know, everybody should have read the fellow of the bigness within or the bigness of the fellow within and those kind of things. And I'm thinking, wow, like, it's interesting that, you know, we all just have such different ways of, of coming to the same mutual point. Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you from my own experience, having gone to school at Logan, arriving there thinking that I was there to learn what chiropractic was. Um, I had to do what's called the applied sciences program at Logan. It could be called something different now, which was like mm -hmm. two trimesters of some um, basic science coursework in order to be accepted into the DC program. So it was by my fourth trimester of school at Logan, but my second trimester of the DC program in our philosophy two class that I was, I had this moment of, panic like wait so what I'm learning right now is that no one really knows what chiropractic is exactly <laughs> and right. it freaks me out big time I even thought about 
leaving school, but I felt like well, I'm all, I've already been here for over a year. I've invested a lot in student loans already. I, I'm going to finish this. Thank goodness I did. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, I, I really had this expectation that I was going to learn what chiropractic was. And then I find out there's 150 different techniques. And like, yeah, on one side of the spectrum, there's bones out of place. And on the other side of the spectrum, there's not. And that's not even true. And I was just like, someone please tell me what <laughs> chiropractic actually is. That's all right. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. Right. I can, so I can kind of relate to your experience, right? But yeah. almost on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think, too. Yeah. Okay. Tell me more about what it's like been, what it's been like for you as a mom and a chiropractic student. Um, well, I come from a different or a little bit more of an interesting story. So I'm a mother, I'm mothering from a distance, um, is what I call it. My daughter is in San Diego with her dad. Um, I am single. We're no longer married, but she's down in San Diego with him and I'm up here in school. So I do fly home um, one week in a month and then for 100% of our break. So as soon as I finish a final on that Friday, I am gone. I am jumping on a plane. I am down there until the very last flight that flies out, you know, that Sunday or whatever day we have to be back. Um, So it's been a struggle trying to juggle, you know, maintaining a um, relationship with my daughter and being a full-time student. Um, one thing I have said though, my daughter and I are still very emotionally connected to one another, despite the physical eight hour difference that we have. Um, and so it's important to me to keep that and maintain that. And I do feel that if it ever comes to a point where that begins to start, um, faltering or it starts to break at some point, I may have to put school on pause and go back to San Diego just to kind of establish that because that is the most important thing to me in my world. School is secondary, but school is also a way for me to make a better life for her and I both. Yes. I think it speaks volumes though to your commitment to a career in chiropractic to make that, make that um, sacrifice to be away from your daughter, right? Yeah. Both from your perspective and from her perspective, because I'm sure you're missing her. She is missing Absolutely. you. <laughs> thank, right? thank God for technology, right? A lot of FaceTime and <laughs> phone calls. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. The reason that I reached out to you to be on the podcast was because I noticed that you had gone to Cal Jam, and I actually think I had seen a post where Billy DeMoss himself had tagged you, and I was like, that's a girl I want to know. And so, <laughs> so here we are now. I would love to hear your experience, how you got to Cal Jam in the first place, because you've been four times, and then we'll talk more about what it was like this past weekend. So how I got to Cal Jam in the first place is actually a funny story. Um, I explained earlier in the call that I was, you know, surrounded by this group of docs in San Diego and the community of, of chiropractors in and out of there. But I didn't hear about Cal Jam from any of those guys. My own chiropractor was speaking at the event the, the, my first year of going, which was back in 2014. I didn't hear anything from him. Um, I, I actually found out about it because I was part of Jeffrey Smith. Um, he runs the responsible, uh, responsible technology website for GMO awareness. 
and I was on his email list. He was also speaking at the event. He sent out an email to his email subscribers saying, hey, I'll be at this event. I'm like, what? Checked it out, um, found out that it's a chiropractic event when I went to the website. So sure enough, my very next visit in to seeing my doc was, hey, why didn't you tell me about this? You know, holding <laughs> up the little flyer, like, what, what is this? Can I go to this? And he said, of course you can come. That would be so awesome. And, and so I went knowing two people. I, I knew my doc and the associate that made me cry. <laughs> um, I knew both of those people when I went that first time. And I was blown away. Like here, were, here I sat in a room full of like-minded people that like understood like what health really was. Um, what you know was happening in the environment, what was happening in the world, and they all were so passionate and on fire. I walked out of that room like, wow! Like I must have been radiating like just light all around me, and I have become so like dedicated to the CalJam mission. What Billy Demoss is doing in terms of like awaken, empower, action—the tagline that they've used or the. Um, mission mission statement of CalJam, I have become so like passionate about getting more bodies there and more people there. And every single year, like my circle of, of people that I'm like um, hanging out with in my groups, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger that like this last time that I went, it was just like, wow, like it feels like a big family reunion, getting to see a bunch of people you haven't seen in a long time and just like loving on each other. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we talked about this a bit before we started recording that, you know, when I went through Logan, the experience of school there was just what it was to me. I didn't investigate any other schools because I've lived in Missouri my whole life. And most of the time I've lived in St. Louis. So Logan is like in my backyard. And um, it was never an, uh, even something I considered to go to another chiropractic school and investigate what the education there might be like. But now that I've been in practice for nine years and I've learned and, and met so many other people from other chiropractic colleges, I can see the differences of, of our education and what we experience and also the results and how we go about practicing. And to be quite honest with you, my philosophy has changed quite a bit from the time that I stopped working at Logan until now. Regardless even of what CalJam is specifically about, it's amazing to me that I never knew who Billy DeMoss was until just a year ago. Oh, well, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. I've never heard of this guy before. Yeah. I never heard of CalJam before. Like that's the variance from your experience to my experience. Right. Right. Um, but then once I, I heard him speak just a few months ago here in Missouri, I was like, where has this guy been? Like this is totally <laughs> my thing. Right. Yes. Um, and I even considered going to CalJam, but it was the weekend of my daughter's birthday and just all mm -hmm. that. I thought, okay, it's just not the right time this year, maybe next year. <sighs> Tell me more from your perspective. What is the, what's the benefit of taking that weekend away from your family, from your work life, from school, and being there in that experience? Honestly, for me, I think the biggest takeaway is just coming out with so much more certainty about chiropractic and what it is we as chiropractors do. And I'm not a chiropractor yet, but I know like I am so certain about the power of chiropractic, even as a student and prior to being a student, that it's like, 
getting into practice, it, it's not going to be, it, it, it will be hard. I'm not saying it's not going to be hard, but I am going to be having that certainty that what I do can be healing or can be um, life transforming for people. So I think the biggest takeaway docs or non-docs can take away with that is more certainty, but then also like um, just a sense of feeling like so a lot of times we kind of get stuck in the day-to-day mundane tasks and, and we just, you know, our energy is drained. Our vibration is so low that cow jam is one of those things that you just walk into. And, and I mentioned before, like a family reunion, you walk into, you see a lot of your friends, you see a lot of the same people that are like in the trenches, you know, working in chiropractic in whatever form that they, they do it in, um, whether it be CA or as the doc or office manager or whatever you get fired up off of their energy and everybody's vibrating at such a high level that you just kind of come out, you know, to, like just I'm ready to take on the world. Yes. <laughs> I wish they would have multiple call jumps throughout the year. You know, once the fire starts going out a little bit, then you get the next one. <laughs> I think that it's vitally important for us as chiropractors uh, as, as moms, moms who are chiropractors, yeah. to have an um, amazing support system for us to yeah. be able to do all the things that we do and do them well. And CalGem f- feels to me, I've never been there, but it feels to me like <laughs> a very amazing support system that when you leave, you know that you're not alone. And that for me is what really draws me to the overall theme and mission of CalJam is that I sometimes feel like I am on this planet by myself and that everyone else is an alien. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I'm like, how, how is this real life? Like, how are we okay with what's really happening mm-hmm. in our society right now on so many different planes, whether it means nutrition or the things that are going on in the environment, right? And when when I discovered that CalGam was more than chiropractic per se, but like the overall chiropractic lifestyle, I thought that's where I need to be. Like those are my people. And I know I'm a person that needs a lot of support. um, And I'm now okay with asking for that Mm -hmm. support too. (laughs) So CalGam, right. I think is an, is, you know, one of the many ways that we can feel very supported in being who we truly are without any questions, without any hesitations. I'm curious to hear from you other ways, other things that you do that help you to feel supported as a chiropractic student and as a mom too. Like it's so important for me to be able to be around like-minded people. And that's the thing that kind of keeps me at high, high, high vibrations Mm -hmm. even after CalJam and to be able to balance school and work life or school and mommy life. Um, but just having groups of mentors, you know, even a couple people that like are part of your brain trust circle that are doing this life with you. Um, we talk a lot about in school because we, you kind of get into the school bubble Mm -hmm. that you're just here with all your friends and then getting out into the real world. Like you were explaining, um, you end up being like this lone, lone sheep or this lone wolf out there just like everybody else is like you're just doing your own thing and it's important to stay within that group of of mentors and those 
people that you can kind of call on and trust and, and work and do life together. Yeah. And so that is important. That's what I do to kind of keep my levels up. I'm, I'm at a lot of different events throughout the year, chiropractic related, non-chiropractic related. I do, I, one of my favorite things to do is networking with other docs and building that circle, building that um, community of people, like not just in San Diego, but in other parts of the world. Yes. Well, we have this amazing thing <laughs> called the internet I and love it. social media <laughs> that makes it so easy for us to be able to connect with other people who we would have never known otherwise. And I think mm -hmm. it's really a gift overall when we use it appropriately. Absolutely. I know that you have notes from your experience um, last weekend. So what would you like to share that we haven't talked about already? My favorite speaker over the entire weekend ended up being JJ Virgin. I'm not sure if you've heard of her. I have heard of her. Okay, cool. So she had spoke and she didn't do a whole talk. Like her big thing is sugar and, you know, not succumbing to the, the sugar drug. But she spoke about how she, she saved her son's life. And she shared a very personal story about her son getting hit by a car as a pedestrian. He was a pedestrian. The car hit him. He ended up almost dying, like had a very low chance of survival. And she spoke about what got her through those very difficult times. And here she was about to publish a New York Times bestseller book. Although at that time, I don't think she knew it was going to be a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> but she sat in the ICU, you know, her son on life support, and she just fought for his life. You know, they were using all kinds of different modalities, chiropractic, homeopathy, like, you know, vitamins, minerals, all kinds of things. But she said, the biggest thing that, that I feel is the single most important thing that saved his life on top of all these other things was my mindset and my willingness to not give up. And I've been um, experiencing some very difficult things going on in my life with my child and, and all that kind of stuff um, since January of this uh, year. And it really spoke to me. It really spoke to who I am and what I'm going through and realizing that this struggle is part of the story and part of the journey and part of my job in inspiring others. And so when she spoke to spoke about this mindset, um, she said, one of the things she also said was how you show up makes all the difference. So I can show up to school every single day grouchy, angry, frustrated, upset, like all of it, or I can choose to show up with all of that stuff going on in the background, you know, ready to like learn, ready to like figure out how I can serve the people, like not through chiropractic because I'm not practicing yet, but like in other ways, like how can I serve my student body? Like how can I be a light in somebody's life? And so that I was just like, it, it I sat there in awe, like listening to her going, wow, like she is speaking just to me. <laughs> so that was, that was huge for me. That's the most amazing feeling. That's when you know that you're a good speaker. And when you're hearing a good speaker, <laughs> when, when you feel like that person is in your mind and in your heart and is speaking your truth for you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So what would you say to someone who's a mom who is thinking about going to CalJam or even any other chiropractic event, regardless if it's CalJam or something else, and she's not wanting to take the time away from her kids or she doesn't want to spend the money? 
what would you say to her in this moment? Well, one, the kids are allowed to come. Um, so that would be, I would knock that off by saying, hey, your kids can come. Um, in terms of actually if she wanted to leave the kids behind and have like a mommy moment outside of, or just being a woman moment outside mm -hmm. of being a mom, because uh, <laughs> we all know what that could be like. Um, I would tell her that, you know, this is, it, it's, an, it's a chance to recharge your batteries. I, I feel like a lot of times, even as moms, like we get our batteries drained like so quickly. Like it could be, you know, seven o'clock in the morning and then by 8 a.m. we're just like already finished. So coming to an event like CalJam or other chiropractic, events or non-chiropractic events that just get you like fired up energetically what energy wise it's important to just allow yourself those moments to just be the investment in yourself and the investment in you know financially or, or in whatever kind of way is so worth it I, I don't know any other way to say it but it's just like once you make it happen once you're there it's like then you'll understand. Calgium is one of those things that it's very hard to articulate what happened there because it's a feeling. Mm -hmm. And if you can, some people are really great at it, expressing their feelings and getting people to feel those same feelings. But a lot of times it's like, you don't know until you know. Your attendance at Calgium four times now speaks volumes to the experience and the way that you feel when you are there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Brooke, thank you so much for everything that you've shared today. It's been really fun to chat with you. Um, yeah. I hope that we'll be able to stay connected and even have you back on the show in the future. That would be great. If you're a mama chiropractor who's ready to grow your practice in a way that's right for you and your family, and you want to get clear and focused on how you can reach your practice goals in 2017, then consider Aligned Marketing Plan. Head over to alignedwomen.com. Look for the Work With Me tab for more information today.